Welcome to the Approachable Equestrian Podcast, a place where we dive deep into all things mindset, motivation, and stories that inspire. I am your host, Rihanna Burke, fellow equestrian, writer, and competitor, and I am determined to shine a light on all things inclusive in the equestrian community. With that said, let's jump in to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Approachable Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Rihanna, and this is episode number 11. This is going to be a really good episode. Also, it's going to be a bit of a two-part episode. So I feel like now we're getting to know each other, I can get into more of the nitty-gritty about mindset and motivation. So today is going to be all about why it is so damn hard to stay motivated. So this will be a bit of a two-parter. So today we're going to talk about all the reasons of why it is hard to stay motivated. And our second episode, which will come out next Monday, will be all about how to overcome those problems. So just first, so I would love to read out another few reviews. I'm so grateful that you guys have been constantly leaving them. And if you do have a chance or if you do love our podcast, please jump over onto Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. It really does help everybody find us more organically and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Okay, so this first review was from Nat1993, which says, I'm totally obsessed with this podcast. It's so incredibly real, informative, and has given me so much motivation. Absolutely love that there are two episodes every week. Every writer should be listening to this. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Another one from Millsy123, which says, amazing. My daughter and I have been loving listening to these podcasts lately on our daily drives. So encouraging and uplifting. Can't wait for more. I love that there has been a couple of reviews now saying that mums and daughters have been listening together. That means a lot. I really hope that you know, this will be such good motivation and hopefully as well help younger people realize too that sometimes life is hard and also that life is definitely a constant work in progress and it's never perfect. And all we can do is put one foot in front of the other and get better and better as we go along in our journey in life. So thank you again so much, guys, for leaving reviews. I really appreciate it. I can't, I'm so humbled and so honored to be able to be talking to you guys every week. I'm so excited for where this is going to go. All right. Well, let's get into this episode of why it is so hard to stay motivated. We're going to talk about six key things that hold you back in motivation. So number one, you don't know what you want. And I can relate to this so much. There was definitely a long time in my life that I definitely flailed around. I had no idea what I wanted, even which direction I was heading in. I mean, when I was 18, I honestly thought that I just wanted to have kids, get married and sit there just as a happy little housewife. And it's funny because that is not me at all. I think it was just a stage in my life where I thought, oh, I guess that's what people do. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm so grateful that I started to work out what I wanted in life because I feel like I would have gotten quite a few years down the road and realized, oh my gosh, this isn't what I wanted at all. This is what I thought people expected of me. When I ask people, what do you actually want in life? A huge majority of people, they can't actually tell me what it is that they're really wanting to achieve or even what they want their life to look like in the future. 
So when you think about what it is that you want, when you finally work out what that overhanging goal is and things like that, are you actually on a path at the moment that's going to get you even remotely close to where you want to go? So often that can be a huge contributor into a lack of motivation because say, for instance, you know, you want to be working with horses and you want to become an Olympic rider and things like that. Well, if you are like me, for instance, I was working at Kmart when I was 18 And that was literally nowhere that I wanted to go at all. I was working at Kmart because it was convenient. And there's nothing wrong with working at Kmart. I did have a lot of fun while I was there. But it definitely wasn't me being on the path towards what I actually wanted to be when I was older. And yeah, working with horses full time, I didn't know what that would look like for me. And I definitely just kept putting one foot in front of the other and getting closer to where I wanted to go. And now I do feel like I'm somewhere that is on a path to where I want to go. So my motivation has definitely gone up a lot of levels because I actually feel like I am where I need to be. I'm where I want to go. And I can see that every time I keep stepping on this journey, it is getting me closer to where I want to go. Now, another thing with finding out what you actually want to do is... As I was saying before, are your goals actually your own goals or are they the expectations of others that you feel like you have to do or they're the expectations of someone else making you feel like it's what they want for you? So if you listen back to our episode on Thursday last week with Charmay from the BitBank, she mentioned that she pulled away from competition because It was something that she was doing because she felt like she had to. And when she actually stepped away from competition and took all of that pressure off herself, she worked out what she really wanted to do. It was definitely to do something with horses, but it wasn't for competition. She now really enjoys what she does and she loves it every single day and she's super passionate about it. But it only happened once she actually took the pressure off and realized that what she was doing wasn't what she actually wanted to do. It was what she felt like everybody thought that she should do. So for instance, if you're an eventer because your friends are, but in actual fact, you really want to be a dressage rider, why pull away from what you actually want to do. Why not lean in and see how it feels and get on that journey so that you can actually work out, well, is this for me? Or maybe I will miss eventing. Maybe it is something that I love to do and doing dressage was something that I just thought would be more up my alley. But in actual fact, now I have worked out what I want. If you don't actively go after what you really want to do, how are you ever going to know? So a great way to stop struggling so much with your motivation is to start by actually really getting clear on what you want with things. So number two, you made lack of motivation part of your identity. I can definitely put my hand up and I was definitely this person. Do you often make a mistake and follow it up with a saying of something like, oh, I'm so stupid? Well, if you say it like that, you're actually identifying with that mistake. So you're making yourself and that mistake one in the same. Whereas what if instead of saying, oh, I'm so stupid, you replace that saying with, I just did something stupid. See the difference between the two statements? One of those identifies you with the mistake and the second one separates the two, meaning you're not stupid, but you simply just did something stupid. That way of thinking can be the reason that you're constantly feeling unmotivated. If you keep telling people that, oh, I need to get more motivation or I don't ever have enough motivation, 
Well, you'll find that it starts to stick because you keep saying it again and again. In one of the last episodes, I mentioned neuroplasticity and how the brain, you can actually shape it and chisel it and remold it constantly throughout your life. So if you constantly start talking about yourself that you are unmotivated and you never have motivation, well, guess what? All you're going to keep finding is that you aren't motivated and you never have motivation. So it's really important with the way that you identify with being motivated or not motivated. So you need to start thinking, me equals motivated. And I say to myself, you know, Rihanna is motivated. I am a motivated person. And it's funny because I was definitely of the belief that I was such an unmotivated person. And it took to the point of having three horses in work. I was running all the clinics and I was running our business, the laundromat, and I was somehow juggling it all. And I was still under the belief that I wasn't a motivated person. And so many people would keep saying to me, oh, wow, how do you get this all done? Oh, you're so motivated. And my instant thought was to look back at them and go, me, I'm not motivated. I can't, I'm, no, I lack motivation all the time. And I was totally identifying with the fact that I wasn't a motivated person or I couldn't stay consistent and all those sort of things. So you have to start making a choice to actually say, yes, I am motivated. I am a motivated person. I always find motivation when I need it. It's really important to talk to yourself in a positive way so that you don't identify with being a certain way. All right, so now we're getting to point number three, which is you don't connect with your future self. So there was a study done where there were people sat down in a room and they had to assign job tasks. They had to assign easy, medium, and hard tasks. They had to assign it to three different people, which was themselves to be completed in the next 24 hours, for other people in the room to be completed in the next 24 hours. And then they also had to assign easy, medium, or hard tasks to their future selves in two years time, they had to complete it by. So it was really interesting, the results. So they assigned themselves to be completed in 24 hours. They assigned themselves easy tasks. So many of the room assigned themselves easy tasks. For other people in the room, they assigned medium tasks. And for themselves, for two years from now, they assigned themselves hard tasks. So what does that tell you? It tells you that those people We're like, oh, yeah, it's future me's problem. I I don't even have to worry about it. When in reality, if you're assigning yourself an easy task now, what would make you think that you're in two years from now going to want to do the hard tasks any more than you're going to want to do now? So it really just shows that sometimes it is so easy to think, oh, that's future me's problem. I'll get to that later. Or my future is so bright and it's so big and I'm going to be this amazing Olympian one day. But If you don't start living like that person now and finding your motivation now, you won't get there. Sometimes our goals do seem so big that we can't actually connect with them. And yeah, it is future use problem. So we don't need to shrink down those goals. We just need to work out how to break them down into smaller bite-sized chunks that can get you excited now. Because If you think about it, for instance, someone that's going to lose weight, they might think, right, I really need to lose 10 kilos. Well, when you jump on the scale and you lose 800 grams, you might think, oh, that's not really a motivation. And okay, yeah, 
cool, I lost 800 grams. But if you know that that 800 grams means that you are one step closer to getting to your big goal of 10 kilos, and maybe halfway along the journey, if you say, right, when I get to five kilos down, I'm going to take myself out for a spa day, or I'm going to buy myself the saddle pad that I really want. And that will be my reward. Well, 800 grams towards five kilos is a lot closer than if you still have to wait until the 10 kilo mark. So break it down into bite-sized chunks. Now, we will touch on this next episode of how to break it down more easily, and I'll give you more examples of how to break it down to actually get close to your goals. But having the smaller chunks will help with your motivation. So number four, your goals aren't exciting enough. So many people all the time. I hear them say, make goals that are achievable. Don't make them too big or you're going to get upset. Now, you've probably heard me speak about this before, but you know what? Aim massive, guys, but just be realistic. If you know that if you set this massive goal and you don't achieve you, it's going to be life crushing, maybe reconsider and also maybe have some backup plans and things like that. But if you make your goals too small from the get-go, then you're never going to get excited about them and go, oh my gosh, yes, this is one step closer to getting that huge goal. Whereas if you make them massive, and even if you get close to that goal and you're okay with not necessarily achieving exactly that, I like to think about it in dressage. If your dream is to be an Olympic rider one day, then don't make your goal that you want to come first in one of the bottom level tests because That's not your goal. That could be a bite-sized chunk towards your goal. And you might go, woohoo, I smashed it. Like I'm one chunk closer to where I actually want to be. Don't make the big goal to come first at prelim. Make the big goal. I want to be an Olympic dressage rider. I'm going to backtrack it and chunk it down. Yeah, so number four, your goals aren't exciting enough. Make sure that there's something in there that gets you fired up and gets you motivated to push closer every day. That will help keep your motivation up. So number five, you're prone to procrastination. So I was definitely a sucker for this one. I always felt like I used to procrastinate everything. So Again, you need to work out if this is something you identify with. It's like what I was saying before about like I am silly versus I did something silly. Also with procrastination, another reason that you can find that you're in the trap of procrastinating things is either you're overwhelmed or also you don't know what the next step is. So again, it can take a minute just to sit there and work out what one little next step is. You'll find that To become less of a procrastinator, you just have to do a couple of little steps and all of a sudden action creates more action and it becomes easier because you're like, oh, I know where I'm going to. Also, to help overcome procrastination, go back, have a listen to episode number five where we talked about five steps to consistency because there was a lot of good information in there about how to book yourself in and how to schedule yourself to make sure that you have people that hold you accountable to staying consistent. So if you know that you've got something coming up and it's with another person, you're going to know that you're going to hold yourself to a higher standard in the lead up to that thing. So our last point, number six, you're looking for motivation when really you should be looking for habits. So it's funny, you know, motivation is actually a very fickle thing. It doesn't show up daily. The people that you see that are super motivated, 
they aren't motivated all the time. It's just because they were smart and they put systems in place and habits in place. It's like brushing your teeth in the morning and at night time. It's not a choice that you make every day. It's a habit. And by having habits, it makes it so much easier and so much less of a choice because you think of your brain as in your brain has a certain amount of calories every single day, which, you know, the calories can be, say, decision making. And if you've used up all your calories of your brain power for the day, then that's when you find that your choices are going to be very average and they're not going to make the right choices. So it's like you brush your teeth before you go to bed because it is a habit and it's good for you. And you put that in place since you were younger. No one's motivated all the time. You need to learn how to put systems in place, which next week, it's going to be a pretty jam-packed episode next week, guys, because we are going to talk all about how to overcome these different things. So I'll quickly give you a recap before we wrap it up today of why it is so hard to stay motivated. So number one, you don't know what you want. Number two, you've made lack of motivation part of your identity. Number three, you don't connect with your future self and you see everything as future me's problem. Number four, your goals aren't excited enough to help you stay motivated. Number five, you're prone to procrastination and you're in a habit of procrastination And number six, you're looking for motivation when really you should be looking for habits. So I can't wait to catch up with you guys next week for another solo episode where we will be going through all the ways of how to overcome these things that we've just spoken about now. This episode was proudly brought to you by our Facebook group called Approachable Equestrians. If you're looking for a community of like-minded riders who are encouraging and supportive, jump over to Facebook now and search for us, Approachable Equestrians. We'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening in today, guys. It was honestly a privilege to have you here. If you loved anything that you heard and got something out of it, please remember to hit the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Also, if you could, we would be so grateful if you could leave a a rating and a review um, just so people can find us more organically and we can reach more people like you who want to work on their mindset, hear awesome stories to keep themselves inspired and also work on their motivation. So thanks heaps, guys. Have the greatest day. I'll see you all again soon.